welcome everybody. You are talking tables with Bill, David, and maybe Josh. We will see if he can join us later. September continues to be a pretty busy month here in the table stainless world. David and I and Josh have taken some trips around to do GS70 and Ease Walls training. I think that's gone pretty good. We'll chat a little bit about that coming up. We have a principals meeting and we're looking forward to seeing everybody. We will cover table sales uh, for the year so far. And then, Bill, what are we going to be talking about for articulating articulations? Today's articulating articulation, David, will be none other than reverse trend. Ooh, nice. The most exciting of all patient positioning positions. Why? Why is that? I have absolutely no idea. Well, let's get down to it, David. What should we start with today? I think we should start with the sales, Bill. All right, well, let's take a look here and see what the numbers show us. Cha-ching! All right, looking at our unit report numbers, David, and again, this is table orders. We are projected to do 868 tables right now for 2021, which is good. We've had a couple of big months. June was our biggest this year with 155 orders. We had 86 in August. As everybody knows, it seems like we get a lot of orders towards the end of the years. October, November, December should be big table months. Nice. Thanks, Bill. What What are our top three selling tables out there right now? Well, uh, probably no surprise, 3603 is our top seller with 265 units. You can add an additional 39 if you want to include the 3603H. That is followed by the 6702 with 140 units and 124 3503s. So, Bill, from 2020's total for the year, how are we sitting year-to-date right now? Well, again, we're projected for 2021 to do 868. In 2020, we did 772. If we just look at where we're at today compared to last year, we're at 626 tables, where last year at this point we're at 493. So significant increase. Of course, the COVID year, we know everything slowed down. That is not surprising. We're a little bit down on 6702 sales, though, uh, or I should say orders. It's a little bit interesting. Almost every category or every table, table model is up this year. With the exception of 6702, we had 148 of those last year at this time. We only have 140, as I mentioned previously right now. That could have been because of a big order, and I suspect by the time we get to the end of the year, we will far surpass 6702 sales from last year. So, you know, just a little maybe interesting tidbit there, but i guessing that has to do with probably a big order we had somewhere in the middle of the year for 6702s last year. You know, we do get asked about the H's a lot in comparison. How many do we sell? So if you didn't hear me mention that just previously, 265 regular 3603s versus 39 3603H's. That's just below 15% of 3603 sales are the H model. So if you're ever questioning what's the right one to sell, obviously it's dependent upon the situation primarily, right? So if you've got a tall dock or you're doing a lot of orthopedics, the H is probably the better option. But in a general sense, only about 15% of those uh, H models are being sold in comparison to the total. So, David, what's going on for sales in the accessory world? What's our best-selling accessory this year? Ooh, accessory is my favorite topic. Of course, we have the premium arm board, the 21008. Uh, looks like we've got about 1,084 of those sold so far. That's awesome. I think that's 
pretty standard. I think our premium armboard has traditionally been our best-selling accessory. But the last time we did a rundown on the show, that was our leader as well. The only thing I'd like to mention is just don't forget about the premium locking armboard. I think we can do a better job selling those. It's essentially the same armboard, but it does lock in place at the rail, so it won't slide up and down. They're perfect if your table is going into any kind of excessive articulation, whether it be trend, reverse trend, or if you're just bringing the back section up, those arm boards will stay locked in place. So keep that in mind. In the number two spot, we have our 75-inch uh, safety strap, which is awesome as well. That would be the 61050. Year-to-date, we've got 603 of those sold. So, Bill, as we're looking at the sheet here, anything anything on here that actually surprises you? I think the one item I saw was the 60707, that is our 6-inch clamp-on rail for the 40-inch extensions, or it can be used with our 3000 series tables. Looks like we have sold over 200 this year, which is amazing. That's great. So, way to go, guys. David, what do you say we articulate on some articulations? Woo! As always, David and I will be using the ARN guidelines to review this particular patient position. And here we go. Reverse Trendelenburg. Bill, how do you explain to everybody out there listening to the most wonderful podcast what Reverse Trendelenburg position is? I would explain that by reading what ARN says. Reverse Trendelenburg position is when the patient's head is positioned 15 to 30 degrees higher than their feet. The surgical site is elevated above the level of the heart to improve drainage of body fluids away from the surgical site. Just think the exact opposite of Trendelenburg. Because Reverse Trendelenburg is done with a patient in the supine position, there are quite a few items that overlap here, so we'll review some of the aspects of supine positioning. We'll start off with the arms. David, what should we be doing with the patient arms? Yeah, there's a few things that, that should be done. I mean, you can tuck them at the patient's side. You can have arm guards that would protect the arms uh, while on the side of the patient. Another option, you can flex the arms and have them lay across the body. Um, as well as keeping them on arm boards, but just making sure that they are securely on those arm boards. What about the use of a footboard, David? Yeah, so it's common sense here. Once you have a patient in reverse trend, the majority of their weight is now going to be on their foot. So with ARN guidelines, of course, they recommend a padded footboard. Um, but not only does this secure the patient to the table, but it also protects them from injury to their perineal and tibial nerves that you get from like a foot and ankle flex flex. ARN recommends monitoring the feet during reverse Trendelenburg positioning. If you are using a footboard, you want to assess that there is no rotation of the ankle that could increase pressure. Um, this will help to prevent any kind of circulatory or nerve damage type injury. So to paint a picture of a patient in reverse trend, in my previous experience being out in the field in the OR, patient would be in lithotomy. Um, a urologist would have a, a cystoscope into a male patient. Um, they would then vaporize tissue, uh, usually like a prostate tissue. And what they would always see is all these tissues, once they, they vaporize it, they turn into vapor bubbles. And those bubbles just stay right in front of their, their sight uh, through the camera. So they would then put the patient in reverse trend and allow those bubbles to sit up out of their view which would then allow those physicians to operate with unobstructive view to be able to get the case done a little bit quicker. 
Okay, to sum up, I think what Aaron is saying is you follow your supine patient positioning guidelines, which uh, you can hear from on one of our previous podcasts. Use a footboard and keep an eye on the patient's feet to make sure that uh, the ankles and the foot itself are in the proper position. So, Bill, I know that you know we're we're doing training now for the GS70. I was involved with you down in Chicago, um, and Josh was down with you in Atlanta. Just want to get your your thought and opinion on how that's actually going with it being more hands on. Yeah, I've been really pleased with it, David. As you mentioned, um, Josh and I had traveled down to Hotlanta and did our GS70 Easewalls presentation down there. Uh, I thought it went really well. So just like in Chicago. Uh, it's good to see the reps again because it's been a long time. And I think, obviously, some level of comfort is gained just by being able to see the table in person and having a chance to play with it. We you showed off a couple of the accessories with it, and uh, we've got one more to go. So I'm getting ready to leave uh, actually tomorrow to head down to Philly. We'll do that one and then uh, kind of get together with the RDs again, and we'll figure out if we need to do another training somewhere to capture the few people that we, we haven't been able to get to because I know not everybody has been able to make it. So we just want to make sure that at least everyone has the opportunity if they so want to, to, to do that training. But we'll have the principals meeting coming up here in, a, I believe, about a week. And we will be doing some GS70 uh, reviewing as well. That's a higher level overview, of course. But everybody who comes to the principals meeting will have a chance to get some hands-on time with GS70 as well. Yeah, and one thing that I really did enjoy about our trip to Chicago was being able to put a face to a name and getting to talk to a few of you out there. We uh, really appreciate you guys taking the time and, and the effort to come and hang out. Yeah, I, we know it's no small deal to travel uh, anytime, especially right now. And, you know, we're, we're taking time out of your schedule. We do think it's important, which is why we're doing it. And uh, hopefully everybody will get out there and demo some more GS70s. I still haven't seen the amount of demos that I'd like to see. And you guys can help get us back on track with those tables. Just a heads up, next month's podcast for October will be filmed live in Ludlow, Maine. You may not know this, but David and I are huge cat lovers. And we are going up to, unfortunately, attend a funeral of a close friend's kitten. So we will be live from the cemetery, and something special here, Bill. Little did I know that the cemetery has a fun tour, so I've signed us up to do this tour, and maybe we can get that on the podcast as well. All right, yeah, sounds great. I can't wait to go and get out there. Oh, looks like we got a Zoom call. That must be Josh. Josh, what's going on? Welcome. Hi, Bill. David, thanks for letting me join the podcast again. Uh, I, I heard I was a maybe out there, but I wouldn't miss this for the world. So it's good to be on again. We have some pretty exciting sales news for the stainless category. A lot of our sales are up for pre-existing uh, pandemic levels. So sales are up and thriving, particularly in, in specific subcategories within the portfolio, one of which being the custom stainless work. And Chris George and the team have helped drive that effort. Uh, we have three distributors that are over 150K in orders for the year alone with Ryan Medical Alliance Medical and Stevens Moon. So congrats to those teams, and we really appreciate you, everything you guys do to drive those sales. Uh, Thompson Medical is working an opportunity with Spectrum currently that we're anticipating to be an additional 250K over the next 12 months. So a lot, a lot of hard work being done and a lot of success that we're having there. Also in warmers, those are up double digits to 2019 levels. So we're up 12% over 2019 and significantly more in 2020. 
So we're excited about that. That's a key driver within the category. And thanks for, for everyone that's helping to really seek out those opportunities. Lastly, our storage solutions are, are up over 25% compared to 2019. A lot of that's attributed to some, some jobs that got put on the, the shelf for 2021. So thanks for sticking with those opportunities and, and seeing those through for all those, all those big projects. Still a lot of, lot of year left, a lot of different ancillary opportunities, prep and pack stations, scrub sinks, processing sinks uh, are still out there and being quoted. So we appreciate all those efforts. And if, if anybody needs anything from myself or Chris to help close those opportunities, please reach out at any time. So thanks for everything. And we'll talk soon. Thanks, Josh. We'll, uh, we'll see you next month. There's nothing more interesting than talking stainless with numbers. Ouch, David. Very ouch. Well, it looks like we're getting close to wrapping up here, David, but I just wanted to see if you actually heard about the guy who went in for surgery and his entire left side was cut off. What? No, never. Yeah, it was crazy, but he's all right now. Yeah, I don't I don't find health-related puns funny anymore, Bill, since I uh, started suffering from irony deficiency. <laughs> So the other day I went into the doctor's office for a pretty bad cough. He accidentally prescribed me a laxative uh, when I went back in a couple days later for my checkup. You know, he continually asked if I was still coughing. I just had to tell him that uh, I'm not coughing anymore because now I'm afraid to. Alright, we are done. Thank you guys very much for joining us, and we will see you next month again from Ludlow, Maine. We're looking forward to it. Everybody have a great rest of your September and a great month. Have a good one, everybody. Mm-hmm.